Welcome back to the Bama Online Podcast. This one, a breaking news edition of the BOL Pod. Travis Ryer, Senior Analyst for BamaOnline.com, joined by site publisher Tim Watts. And typically, Tim, when we do one of these babies, it is commitment-related. And this time is no different, and it involves a player from a program, as we're going to talk about, it's been pretty, pretty good to the Alabama Crimson Tide football team. Yeah, Alabama got uh, Traquan Fagans committed, and uh, he was a guy that early in the process committed to Miami. Sort of, you know, it was sort of that Alabama's always been involved with him. I don't think they were quite ready to take him early when he was ready to commit. Committed to Miami. Freddie Roach has did a really good job here of staying in contact. I know Charles Kelly also helped out. Obviously, Alabama's always a tag team effort, but this is a guy that you, when you look at him, it's hard to really get a look at uh, – what kind of player he is at Thompson, because you really don't have a chance to throw the ball deep. And you really don't have Jeremiah Alexander, that that front line Thompson has. You don't see a lot of passes thrown deep. Um, you don't see a lot of – there's a lot of – everybody's fighting for tackles so much. It's like a pack of hyenas. So you really don't see uh, a lot of the secondary guys. And that secondary includes Tony Mitchell. So, But what you can do, if you'll go back and look at his film as a junior when he was at Oxford for, before he changed – uh, transfer to school, which is what I did tonight, you can see him in his entirety because you see him at corner, you see him at safety, you see him at running back, you see him on special teams, you see what kind of athlete he is. It's not that he's not having an impact at Thompson because he, he certainly is. I mean, he's played well enough to get a Alabama committable Alabama offer. And, uh, you know, once the kid decommitted from Miami, you had Georgia, Oregon, a, a host of other schools reaching out. But I think it was always going to be – Alabama once he decommitted but you know when you look at this guy six foot two he's rangy he's long long arms uh you know probably to me more of a little bit more of a star safety type prospect maybe looking at Malachi Moore might be a really good comparison but good size good length long arms he's got he's got a lot of tools you like yeah I think you hit on it I mean some of these guys come from programs like Thompson where they're not playing offense they're not playing defense they're not returning kicks and punts because there are so many players so much talent at a place like Thompson where that's not required uh, of guys like Traquan Fagan so uh, you touched on maybe the potential for a, a, a settling spot where it comes to positions but I think the biggest thing you hit on were the critical factors in terms of size length 6'2 180 right now somewhere in that neighborhood and so a guy, as we've seen in previous classes, right, you talked about Malachi Moore. He was a guy who played some corner in high school, played some safety in high school. Well, that translated very nicely to the star position. Uh, is that what we're thinking uh, when you talk about Malachi Moore in reference to a guy like Fegans that it's almost become positionless, I guess you could say, when you're recruiting defensive backs these days in a lot of ways anyway. Yeah, it's a guy like Fagans. You know, basically to me, he's just a – I know he's a secondary guy. You know, I do think in some places you can put him on a boundary and uh, he could be that guy or he could be inside. He could be over the top as a safety. I think, like you said, that's kind of what you want because you're dealing with so many different offenses, so many wide receiver sets. You're throwing in tight ends all over the place. So when you get a guy with that size, that length, which, again, long arm, six foot two, that long lean frame, you know, he's going to have a little bit better chance of – uh, battling that tight end down the field. So, and yeah, you like I mentioned earlier, when you see this guy, you see him at Oxford, and Oxford's a heck of a program. 
I mean, they're one of the best programs in the state, too. But he was good enough at running back, uh, you know, again, playing both sides of the ball, special teams. It showcased a little bit more than you will at Thompson. Because at Thompson, I mean, it's a different level of football. I mean, you have guys that come in and they, you know, can perfect their position, perfect their craft. And, uh, you know, it's very similar to a college program. So you don't see him as much. Also, if you've seen any Thompson game, I mean, gang, I mean, literally, it's a – it is a, it is a, you know, everybody attacks the ball. Everything moves so fast. There's not a lot of time for a quarterback and back in that pocket. I mean, Jeremiah Alexander alone is, uh, is, you know, he's, he's the, like the Will Anderson equivalent. I'd say he is the yeah. high school equivalent of Will Anderson. If he's not tackling you for a loss, he's not getting a sack. He is having his presence felt, which clears up a lot of guys. And again, Thompson's loaded. So yeah, I mean, you look at this guy, Miami, again, Miami committed early, a lot of interest, had a lot of offers, big, big name prospect coming in, but you really have to like this for Alabama, especially when you're looking on the hills of right now, what they've got, so they've got Antonio Kite committed. He's an athlete, really good athletic guy. That's going to be a safety. Jake Pope, very similar in my opinion to Brian Branch. So you got those kind of athletes coming in. So Fagans gives you a nice little bit more variety of, you know, again, the star safety, even a cornerback position if needed. You mentioned Freddie Roach in connection with the commitment here of Fagans. Um, is Freddie, it, 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 we talk about, uh, I don't want to discount the value of programs, high school programs in the Birmingham area and beyond in the state of Alabama, but it's sort of become a big three in a lot of ways, right? Especially when you're talking about Thompson, Hewitt, Trustful, uh, Hoover traditionally has been in that mix. Is is Freddie the guy in, in that in that entire Birmingham metroplex sort of area, met, metropolitan area? He is, you know, and he landed a load, loaded class. We were used to Carl Scott, the former defensive back coach, who did a fantastic job and moved on to the Minnesota Vikings. They had an exciting win. Uh, this weekend so you were used to him having that whole area uh working it all so freddie got thrown into the fire here he came in carl did great work landing kool-aid life cycle we know how how uh, important that recruitment was and what the effort he put in there so freddie of course he's an alabama native he's already got some connections and has recruited alabama at other stops he steps right in for carl and it's really impressive to see there wasn't a big there wasn't much of a a beat skipped, and that's you know that's giving high praise to Carl Scott. So obviously they lost Justin Finkley from Hewitt Trustville, who ended up going to Texas. I think a big part of that, I said it then, I'll say it now, was the fact that him and Jeremiah sort of same type position. And I think when you compare yourself to Jeremiah, it's probably you know if you're looking, you know you're you're going to be behind him likely on the depth chart right out of the gate. So, but Freddie does a terrific job for Alabama. Jeremiah Alexander, also of Thompson High School, Alabama's top overall commit. The Crimson Tide now with 17 commitments following the verbal of Jeremiah Alexander's teammate, Traquan Fagans. Fagans, a highly regarded four-star in his own right, a top eight commitment as it sits right now for this growing Alabama class. And when we come back on the podcast, we'll ask him what could be next specifically for this Alabama secondary, because as Tim talked about, had earlier hit some of the needs at safety with Figgins, looks like a guy who can cross train across multiple positions. But what about some of the corners that are out there as well? We'll do that with Tim Watts, site publisher for BamaOnline.com right after this. 
Back with more of a breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast as four-star defensive back Traquan Figgins of Thompson High School has announced his commitment to the Alabama Crimson Tide. Tim now with 17 commitments and assuming that Jalil Skinner had previously pushed Alabama to the number one spot for the 2022 cycle in the 24-7 sports composite rankings where teams are concerned. I'm guess I'm guessing this commitment only strengthens the Crimson Tide's hold there, hold there at the top spot. Yeah, they're doing a really good job. 17 commitments, their average per recruits over 94. So uh, best in the country that I saw in the out of the top 10 schools. You have other schools doing a good job. Not too surprising. Ohio State, Texas A&M, schools like that, Clemson are doing a good job in that department. But, yeah, I mean, considering the last two classes that Alabama signed, which to me, again, it's on paper, but those two were two of the best classes uh, in recent memory. You had this class and continue to build on it. And on both sides of the ball, you got impact players. I mean, you got Jeremiah Alexander. Again, can't talk about him enough as a player and a recruiter. We need to throw him a, you know, throw him a hand out here. I know a lot of kids like him. He's certainly working on his teammates. He was, you know, he was big in the Fagans. The 2023 Thompson class is going to have Peter Woods and Tony Mitchell, who I believe are five stars right now in that 2023 class. So Jeremiah does, Jeremiah's doing a good job of bringing guys with him. And of course, Ty Simpson, who I think is in consideration for the top quarterback in the country. So if you really look at that, the parallels, which Alabama has a lot of, if you really look at Ty Simpson, possibly, and I'm not saying he is yet, but possibly being the best quarterback in the country, Jeremiah prop possibly being the best edge rusher. That's exactly what they brought in with Bryce Young and um, Will Anderson. So, I mean, two guys you really got to like and uh, the way this class is shaping up. And again, a, a very patient class is what we're seeing. There hadn't been a big push talked about last year, a bit of anomaly, but this class is more what we're used to seeing because you'll see a guy pop up and two weeks later and three weeks later, the timeline so a little bit separated um, as the staff can, continues to sort through their evaluations. And again, you know, playing in the rugged SEC and trying to compete for a national championship. So, Tim, let's look specifically now at the secondary. We've outlined the commitments to date for Alabama where the 2022 defensive backfield is concerned. Certainly, there's been a lot of interest in some five stars, specifically at the cornerback spot, where does the Crimson Tide turn to now? Where does Alabama look to still be in very good shape with some of those guys? Well, I think they're still looking around. I think the valuation process is still ongoing. Earl Little, you know, Bama fans are familiar with him. He's a top 50, 60 type prospect, in my opinion. He's at uh, American Heritage in, in South Florida. So he's a guy that's been sort of, you know, he's he decided early on. So one of those rare kids who said, I'm going to commit. Uh, I'm going to take it to the uh, limit, so to speak. I'm going to take it to an all-star game or whatever. But Alabama's in really good shape with him. He's held off on a commitment. Hasn't really tipped his hand as far as verbally. But I think most people, talking to people around him, I think Alabama's in really good shape there. Uh, Denver Harris, you know, speaking of a pipeline, Denver Harris is a five-star cornerback uh, from North Shore. And North Shore's been really good to Alabama as well. Some really good players coming out of there. I think Denver's a guy that, you know, there was a discussion. It wasn't long where we were discussing his commitment was coming uh, late September with his uh, birthday coming up. He decided to wait, taking a lot of visits. I understand he's at LSU this week. I think he was at Texas last week. So I think this one's going to go on a while. But those are two guys 
And there'll be more that pop up, but there's two of the cornerbacks in this class that Alabama's really focused on and continue to push for. And, of course, with some of the exceptions that's being made for class size, right, and perhaps some coaching changes around college football and within the SEC West itself, I guess that's even more reason to take the evaluation process as deep into this thing as you can if you're the Alabama staff. Yeah, I mean, Alabama has the luxury of being patient because they're always pretty good football team. You know, even now with the loss to, to Texas A&M, they're still in the top four in the college uh, playoff or the rankings or whatever. And they're still a team that controls their own destiny who can win out, simply win out, win a national championship. I say simply not saying it's easy, but when you control your own destiny, there's that's a huge luxury, um, especially in college football world where you, lots of times you're – you're leaning on somebody else. So they've got that going for them. you got every Sunday is a recruiting pitch. I mean, you cannot watch an NFL football game, and there's not three or four Alabama players not only on the team but making plays. You see them all over the place. So Alabama's got that luxury of going slow, being thorough, you know, a track record and everything else. So they've got that patience working for them, and right now it's paying off again. So the Alabama Crimson Tide picks up commitment number 17 in the form of Traquan Fagans, the four-star defensive back from Thompson High School right there in the Birmingham area. Tim, as always, great stuff, great insight on the latest commitment for Alabama. Anything else before we get out of here? No, that's it. I mean, we'll uh, see how the rest of this college football plays out. We'll have some visitors coming Big up. Big visit weekends coming yeah. up, yeah. You know, finally a home game. So it, feels like, <laughs> it seems like Alabama's longer on the road than they actually were. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. A lot of things every week we, we're learning something new and seeing something exciting. So You'll definitely want to keep it locked and loaded with us at BamaOnline.com. Tim Watts, site publisher, as always, a staple when it comes to Crimson Tide recruiting for more than two decades now, Tim, on the job. Hank South does an outstanding job for us as well. Tim, until next time, enjoyed it. All right, Travis. Appreciate it. For Tim Watts, Travis Schreier, thanking you once again for joining us on this breaking news edition of the Bama Online Podcast. Traquan Fagans, four-star defensive back from Thompson High School, commits to the Crimson Tide. If you haven't already, how about a subscription to the Bama Online Podcast? Free, simple as a click or two, and if you'd leave us a rating and or a review while you're there. We greatly appreciate that as well. And of course, you always want to hang out with us. Stay in tune with everything Crimson Tide right there at BamaOnline.com. So long, everybody.